Hey, Asterix, welcome to another episode of At Aster. So in this episode, we'll be talking about remembrance, which is also the theme of our fall 2020, a literary magazine. So if you haven't checked that out already, go to our website to see if you can submit something on that topic. You can also check out the mood boards and posts we've been making on our Instagram. I am Emma. I'm Zara. I'm the co-host of this podcast. I'm also a member of Astrolit, and I'm very excited to be here today. Yeah, so let's talk about remembrance. So I think something that, that is very important is the concept of remembrance in writing, because I think that a lot of the time we tend to write from a place of memory. I know that from personal experience, I'm often drawing sort of memories from my past or or places that I value from my life that aren't necessarily there anymore or that I don't necessarily visit frequently, but they just sort of shape who I am. So I tend to write about them a lot. And I think that a lot of writing isn't necessarily sort of in the moment. So we're not necessarily writing from a place of rage or, you know, upset in the moment. We're writing from the past or from past experiences do you have any you know writing that you think is drawn from your own memories yeah yeah I totally agree with that I kind of feel like because I write a lot of personal pieces and I write a lot of poetry which are which is also kind of based on my personal life so I feel like writing for me is kind of more of a way of like we're like reorganizing all of my memories and kind of taking all these memories and threading them together and trying to like tell that story back to myself So I feel like it's really interesting because I I feel like it's kind of my way of re-remembering everything and finding out how I want to remember the things in my life and how the way I want to order my memories so they have the most impact. impact. And it's just really interesting because I never, before I never really thought about how much remembrance really was writing and how much writing was really remembrance. Like now I'm just kind of thinking like every time we remember something, it's also writing it for ourselves. It's writing it, writing a story about that memory to tell back to ourselves and every time we write we're also remembering because imagination has to come from somewhere right so I just feel like that's really interesting when it's really interesting how it's not even as much about like the things that happen but the way we want the the way they left an impact on us and the way we kind of want to wrap that up and try to make them something really tangible that we can pass on to another version of ourselves or someone else to read Right. And I think also writing immortalizes our memories. So I think that if there's a memory that we really want to cling on to, writing about it helps us go back to the memory when we're feeling sad or, you know, disappointed in ourselves because we remember that there's there are better times in our lives and there are, you know, happy places. So I think that that writing is really important and joy is very important in your writing. And I think that as a form of creative expression, writing is a great way to make sense of those happy memories as well, because there's so much sadness in life and there's so much disappointment in life. So I think it's important to not only write about, you know, the anger that you're feeling about your friendships or, you know, your your loved ones or whatever at the time or some issues that you're having in your life relationships and sort of focus on those past experiences that are very important to you that bring you joy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And that's also really interesting because I'm kind of just realizing how subjective memory and kind of writing about it is because it's all tinted by what we really want to capture. So like, I don't know, for me, I I kind of feel like when I write things, it's kind of like, 
I'm kind of making a second version of that life to like mm-hmm. to make it a, like a better version of that life that I can actually immortalize. So how does that feel like for you? Like does does remembering or writing it does it feel like a second chance at things or does it just feel like I'm creating something new from these pieces? I do think that I write about these memories that at the time weren't necessarily that valuable to me, like maybe moments in my childhood that were just regular days, right? But but now looking back on them, I'm like, wow, that was a really good moment. And I wish that at that time I had appreciated it as much as I do now. And I think by writing about them, I'm sort of reclaiming that appreciation. I'm saying, yes, I appreciate that moment. I'm I'm really valuing that moment that was in the past that I I didn't, you know, assign as much value to then. I think it's important to look back on those moments in your life that weren't as valuable at the time, but now you sort of assign a lot of value to because your life may have changed a lot and the trajectory of your, the trajectory of your life may have changed a lot uh, since then. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. And it's also really interesting that like remembrance has to come out of change. Like, I feel like you don't really remember things the same way if nothing really changed. So kind of remembering also really ties into the, like, it really separates what's here and what's the past and kind of how you've grown from that. And that's just, it's kind of all of life. Like it's kind of your, it's change, it's time, it's memories, it's emotional impact, it's how you've grown. And I don't know. I just find that really comforting that we're able to kind of wrap all of those together in our writing. And I really agree with what you said before about how like writing something makes you appreciate it more because I feel like writing is really validating for an emotion or something. Like sometimes I'll be feeling something and I feel like I'll have to write like the only way to like do justice to something is to write about it because then I'm saying this is important. This is worth writing about. And through that, I can kind of channel more energy into, and I feel like I can really seep into the moment a lot more because I'm really setting aside those, that space and that language. And because like when I'm writing, I feel like I have a tendency to kind of romanticize things. And I have a tendency to like stretch things really far and just to see how far I can go. I think I can only explore certain things in that context of I'm going to make something beautiful out of this. And then when I actually write it, it feels like I expose and hold another perspective on the thing I'm writing about. It might not even be coherent with my actual memory, but it's like I'm taking my memory and I'm creating something else. And through that something else, I understand the way I remember the the thing. And also I understand who I am now and who I was before. Like, it's like, it's, it's just this whole, like, through the lens in which you see things, you realize what you're actually seeing. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. That makes a lot of sense. I think that the I, I really resonated with what you said about the whole concept of romanticizing memories in your writing and sort of making them feel a lot more, you know, a lot more beautiful, a lot prettier, a lot more perfect, you know, because no moment in life is perfect. There's always going to be, you know, something bothering you, some homework assignment that you didn't finish and, you know, is nagging at you while you're enjoying this beautiful moment in your life. And so I think that that once you take that out in your writing, because I think writing is a filter, once you take that out, you realize how gorgeous and how valuable that moment was in your life. And so I think writing romanticizes moments because of how much of a filter it is, inherently speaking, because you can't include every aspect of every moment in your writing, otherwise it just becomes chaotic. So you often include the most important aspects of moments 
in your writing. And so those most important aspects are usually, you know, not that homework assignment that's nagging at you. It's usually like watching the, the sunset while that homework assignment is nagging at you, right? You're gonna, the sunset that's important, not the homework assignment. So, because that's the part that you're gonna remember. That's the big sort of all consuming moment that is ingrained in your memory is being with your family or being with your friends somewhere and, you know, having a great time and not, not, you know, focus on seeing on the worries that are always, you know, somewhere in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like what we were talking about before the relevant plot points. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know, the things we feel like have changed us the most and we can just kind of take that out of all the random other fluff stuff. So yeah. then, but it's also kind of like scary because we're kind of condensing everything so much. It's like, and everything we remember and everything we kind of write is this like perfect version that's like this yeah. singular story. Like sometimes I'm like, this is a sad moment. I have to erase all happiness. Or if I have yeah. happiness, it's to make the sadness more sad. And it's like, we're kind of tunneling all the memories into one single story to make it the most like poignant and eloquent story. And while it does feel so much more significant and it feels like it makes so much more sense in the context of your life like do you think that kind of takes away something out of just pure remembering it like if every uh -huh. single significant event of your life was made into some perfect like some perfect moment that most captured what was the strongest aspect of that moment is there anything that you think that you would lose or anything you think would change about who you are now I do think that there's definitely something you can lose by filtering your writing too much, right? Which is, we're all guilty of, we're all guilty of like, you know, emphasizing the sadness or punctuating the happiness when a moment is generally, the general aura of a moment is happy or sad, you know? So I think that that an important practice for everyone to have is just when you're in this moment of, you know, feeling upset or feeling angry and you're very much like within that emotion, and when you're not recalling the past, I think it's important to like get out a journal and just jot down your pure raw emotions at that time, because then once then in the future, when you can look back on that, you can be like, wow, that's actually how I was feeling. I had no filter because I'm just, you know, it's chaotic. I'm writing whatever I want. It's just, you know, me jotting down all of my thoughts in a journal and me not worrying about, you know, who I'm going to submit this to or like <laughs> what I'm going to do with this piece. It's just for yourself. So writing for yourself is important and writing without a filter is definitely important. And I do think that the only way that you can truly write without a filter is writing in the moment, writing when you're feeling that emotion. I think writing about memory is important. I think remembrance is important, but I also think that for your future self, it's important to be honest, to write from a place of vulnerability in the moment. That's so true. I love that so much. And honestly, I think I do a really bad job at that yeah. because I feel like I get it's such in the mindset that everything I have, to, I have to write has to be poetic and beautiful and submit worthy and life changing. Like every personal memoir piece has to like make someone cry or something or else yeah. it's not valuable in a way. Uh -huh. And I feel like a lot of times, like when I, I, I used to journal a lot, I used to journal every day. I would just like sit down and I'd be like, I'm so stressed. I hate everything about life. I have 332 assignments due and I want to cry every day. And I'm just like, I have to make it poetic. I have to make it beautiful. Let's not journal. Let's wait until I'm feeling in a poetic mood where I could turn those previous memories into something more interesting and poetic and combine it with some philosophical theory or some math yeah. theory to make it so <laughs> complex. Wow. And then I'm 
just like, I don't even know what I really rawly felt. Like a lot of times I go back on my personal memoirs and I know I've edited this like 70 times over the past three months. Mm-hmm. And I've, and then also like at one point in my life, I was really obsessed with watching like videos of old people advice on YouTube. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. And a lot of the advice was like, I really wish I left more concrete things and recordings of how I felt. I wish I'd taken more photos. I wish I'd written more journal entries. Mm-hmm. And then like, I sit there, like I have these really beautiful poetic pieces, but I don't know how I actually felt in that moment. And that's just really weird how in the process of making memory something interesting or important or beautiful, we don't actually remember. Exactly. And I think that when we're writing, it's very much like, how can I make this the most accessible, right? How can I make this the most you know, relatable and universal for everybody? And so that sort of takes away the honesty in our writing. It doesn't matter if we're having the worst day ever. We could go home and try to write about like beautiful flowers and sunsets and trees and whatever and try to make it super poetic and romanticized, even though we're feeling like crap, we're feeling terrible. So I think it's definitely important to stay honest with yourself, regardless of how, you know, accessible it might be to everyone at that moment or, you know, how relatable you're being to a wide audience. Yeah, that's that's really true. And so I feel like it's a lot harder to just remember for yourself. Mm -hmm. And yeah, but I do think that's really important. And kind of like shifting a little bit, what do you like personally feel about memories? Like, do you like, I know, I know there's like the, the fact or something that people remember sad things more than happy things. You think that's Uh true for you? Like, what do you feel like? I don't know. How do you feel like nostalgia or memory? How does that feel? And what role does it play in your life? I'm definitely a pessimist. So my memory (laughs) is really tainted, sort of, you know, blue and, you know, angry or whatever. And I think that's just because, you know, I tend to emphasize the moments when I wasn't happy in my life. Mm. But I also think that I do have memories from my childhood that really shaped me. I think my elementary school days are the most prominent in my life. Oh my God, I miss elementary school so much. Yeah, because I just think that I write so much from like my elementary school perspective. And I don't know why that is, (laughs) but I just think like, that was when I was the most vulnerable to the world. And when I was like, just trying to be myself and trying to find who I was. I relate to that so much. Yeah. When I was in like first grade and I like had my Hello Kitty backpack and I was just walking around being myself, you know, that's when I was truly like, I felt the most like me. And so I definitely write from that place. I try to put myself in my first grade brain sometimes when I write. And so memory is super important for me. And I think happy memories are super important for me. First grade and elementary school is definitely a happy time for me. Yeah. And it's, it's so, it's so weird now. Cause I feel like the more you grow up, the more, like, I feel like you're expected to have literally everything has expectation to it and you just mm-hmm. can't be fully yourself. I'm so nostalgic for so many things too. And I feel like I don't know, when I write about them, I feel like I get to be like that version of myself again. Like, mm-hmm. well, when I like, I write about certain things, I feel like I tapped into different stages of my life mindsets. And it's just really interesting that like, even though we've grown so far, we can still kind of go back and kind of write from that place. And yeah. Do you have anything that you've written that like you think is 
Super. It, it, I'm, I'm asking, I'm sort of going back to the topic of having no filter in your mm-hmm. writing, of like just writing from a vulnerable place. Do you think you've, you've written anything that like is vulnerable and is not like, like recently or like, you know, within the past couple of years, past your journaling days, have you written any like poems or prose pieces that you think like are really reflected your emotions at the time? Yeah, yeah, I think I did. Um, I think the most recent example is probably like this summer. I was literally not home like the entire summer. Like after going to Iowa, I went to like yeah. semi LA. Oh my God. Yeah. We, you live in LA. I, I went to like semi LA thing for like a, a, another writing camp for like a whole month. Yeah, you were there for a really long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was. So like it was like two months straight of not being home and I just miss my family like literally so much and I was reading this book uh, this is like the worst and best book to read at that time it's about like this person's mother who just died and she's like reflecting on her mother and I just like miss my parents so much yeah yeah and I was just like she's like talking about like making shrines for her parents and like a Uh lot of things like I'm just like and then um like I remember there was this like one night where a poetry sentence was due and I was I, I and then I was trying to write it and I just started sobbing and th- this was in my room and all my roommates were like trying to brush their teeth and Aww. stuff and I was just like it, it was like 7 a.m wait I said night before but it was 7 a.m and I had, I had to do it at, like nine and I was just like writing and writing and writing and I feel like I do often feel like I have to make things perfect and something that one of my writing mentors taught me that it's just like dump it all and then after that you can make it perfect and I think I really was able because like I think once you get that emotional like free flow you kind of realize you don't want to go back to the weird polar stuff you're like whatever I make out of this it has to stay true to what I was feeling at the time or or else that just doesn't feel right so yeah. I'm not encouraging procrastination, but I like like you mentioned, I do think that if you're doing something last minute, you tend to not think about it as much. And then, oh my god, totally. Like, yeah. Yeah. My free flow of ideas that you're just pouring onto a page. I think that's very important. Is not not procrastination. Procrastination is not important. It's it's the process of just feeling like you have to get something down on the page and like just writing whatever comes to mind. And I think that's the most those are the most beautiful pieces and some of my favorite pieces are the ones that are super chaotic that don't really make yeah, much yeah sense. me too yeah. yeah we're straying a bit from the theme so let's like kind of go back yeah. to it yeah yeah um like do you feel like I don't know I feel like for me there's often two types of remembering for me like in writing there's like the frantic rawness where I feel like I'm really in the moment of where I was back then I'm just like sobbing and pounding words and it's like the sentences are flowing into each other and there's also like meditative like melancholy reflecting and I feel like those are like the the two things and usually (laughs) I write like melancholy stuff where I'm like in a very quiet mood and like the sun setting like it is right now I don't know if you can see it, but the sky is like turning yeah. light, light purple right now. And I'm just, I, I just kind of sit there with like tea or something and just like, right. I feel like I write really slowly when I, uh, I'm i in that mood, just like writing really, really, really slowly. And then the other type, I just like have no sense of anything. I, I just like pound right. Yeah. And yeah. What about you? Like, what do you think are the different ways you remember through writing? And like, do you feel like those are, they're divided in any way or have anything to do with your styles of remembering or something? Yeah. I think that. I um I think that the place that I'm writing really that I'm writing in really influences like 
you know, how fast I'm writing or how much like energy I'm putting into the writing. And I think that if I'm like laying on my bed or whatever, trying to writing, then it's a lot calmer. My writing pace tends to slow down. I tend to sort of be more reflective and on like the past or whatever on my day. But like, if I'm like sitting at my desk, like hunched over trying to type and being super stressed out because I just finished all my schoolwork and I'm like at my desk, then it's like, you know, all my thoughts come out sort of chaotic. But like if I'm, you know, in my pajamas on my bed writing, then I think it's a lot calmer and I think that I'm able to reflect better. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree with that too. Um, Also another question kind of strays a bit, like what do you think is the most important thing to ever remember in life? Like if you could choose one thing or one set of things or, because I don't know, I feel like there's a kind of value in not being able to remember things too like do you think that there's ever a thing that I feel like that you feel like is the most important to remember that you should always remember or do you feel like it's just it should be whatever you feel in the moment I think that something that I've definitely struggled with and something that I think a lot of people struggle with that 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 they definitely need to remember is that they're worth it you know because I think a lot of the time people think and a lot of my friends think and I think about this all the time is that you know I did badly on this assignment or I you know I'm terrible at this thing therefore I am not worth it I need to just like you know I'm bad I'm I'm not capable anymore and I think that 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 your accomplishments don't necessarily determine like your self-worth and I think that that when you write like you need to sort of remember that that you're making art and that what you're making is worth it and it makes you worth it because you're contributing something to the world and so I think that's sort of a common theme in life it's a common theme for everything that you do just remember that in everything that you do you are worth it your art you you deserve to be alive you deserve to be here you deserve to keep making art and keep contributing to the world how about you is there anything that you know you think that people should remember in life that's really important I don't know I don't know. I'm kind of in this like weird place in my life right now. Like I feel like past me would like write down like a 50 page list, but I feel like now I feel like I just kind of let things flow through. And it's like, I feel like almost remembering is also something that's also present. Like I'll be walking somewhere and I'll just remember something. And all of a sudden that past is also part of my life in the present. And I just feel like it's just kind of therapeutic to not, I don't know, force yourself to really think about something, but to but to just kind of live and let memories kind of flow through you and I think it's really cool to make that time to look back to see how everything has changed and I think it's also really important to remember like the people you love and how you should love them but I think a lot of I don't know I feel like a lot of things as you kind of live through like I feel like memories I think our brain is kind of naturally inclined to kind of randomly remember things to for things to remind us of other things and I just think it's really interesting it's and really beautiful to watch the natural flow of the way we naturally remember things and that's really cool too yeah definitely I think that you know when I'm sitting in class or doing something and then just like a random memory pops up in my head I sometimes end up laughing just in the middle of nowhere you know about this random memory that happened five years ago that just popped up in my brain because I think memories are so powerful and they hold such a you know they hold such a value in our lives. And I think we don't realize that because we often tend to, you know, push memories to the back of our brains and and prioritize the present and our future and like 
what we're going to be when we grow up or how we're going to finish this assignment or how we're going to do on this test. And we don't, you know, take enough time to reflect on the past or, you know, how far we've come from, you know, childhood to now. And I think letting memories flow and letting yourself sort of just be in the moment and sort of feel your progression as a person is very important. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just really interesting. Like, it's so interesting that we live life, but we also have this like layer hovering above us of how we perceive our life and just mm-hmm. kind of like tapping into that sometimes just thinking about, wow, like these are the things that I feel like I've really gone through as a person. Like, honestly, no one else knows our life like we do. And if we can't even think about our lives the way it is and the way it has been, like sometimes it's kind of like, does it really happen if we aren't there to recognize it? And Of course it does happen, but it's just such a beautiful moment when you actually get to see the magnitude of everything that has happened. And it's almost like, I always feel like it's another dimension almost to like not only see the present, but to see the way everything has expanded and to kind of imagine what we can't see in the way those past strings have expanded. Like I think of the things, the past memories and the people I've met as strings a lot. And I kind of think about where those strings crossed and where they are after the intersections. And I think remembering is also a way that we choose to kind of prioritize those strings and try to weave that web that we kind of call like our lives or the way we can think about our lives. And I think without that, I wouldn't able be able to feel so small, but yet like I've lived through so much and that's just really cool. And it does make me really sad and happy and feel like so many things when otherwise I'll just be sitting in a blank room listening to a math lecture. And <laughs> it's just so cool that like through this, through this whole like string network, then I'm being really theoretical, but like memories and yeah. stuff, I can live so much, even if I'm not physically living it. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things about remembering. Exactly. And I think everyone has been through a lot in their lives, whether that's good or bad. I think everyone's just sort of a map of, you know, all the places they've been, all the things they've experienced. And, um, you know, reading through a lot of the the Astrolit submissions, I just think it's really powerful because, you know, a lot of them talk about, you know, traumatic things that have happened to them or things that, you know, they don't generally talk about. And I think writing provides an outlet for trauma and to recover from those negative memories because, I think that if we're able to write about them, then we're able to, in a way, access those memories that we're often trying to block out because they're painful for us. So I think that everyone at one time in their life, you know, they have writing that they wouldn't share with anyone else because it's really personal and they don't talk about it with other people, but they just write for themselves, you know, alone in their room, trying to like make sense of something traumatic or terrible that happened to them. And so I just think, I just see so much beauty in writing about things that are painful for you. And I, you know, I've, I've seen that reflected in a lot of the submissions and I just think that's so powerful. Yeah. Like writing is kind of making sense of it for yourself and giving yourself the confidence to put it into words, to make something you thought was so not able to be expressed so tangible. I think that's really beautiful and really powerful. And just the way we communicate the things we feel and shape them into things that actually can be transferred and can make an impact. Before we wrap it up, why don't you share just one memory, any memory that you're thinking of right now, and I'll do the same. I did have a very good 
birthday this past year because you know because of the pandemic like my birthday for two years is very much like happy birthday over text and then nothing else me just like sitting in my room doing nothing reading happy birthday text the whole day but then like you know this past year we got to I got to go eat out to eat with my friends and like have a cake with them and you know celebrate with all of them and we started like dancing at tender greens which was oh my god wow strange yeah we had a lot of you know fun at that birthday party and it really meant a lot to me all of them coming together and because they all pitched in to buy me a record player which I actually have now oh my god that's so cool that's you know that's a really good memory for me I, I use my record player all the time I have like I've collected maybe like nine ten records over the past few months just from my birthday and from you know my friends as well so I'm very happy that that memory is a very good memory I love that so much um for me I don't know I just I just keep on circling back to one of my earliest memories and I think that I mentioned this at Iowa too um but like when I remember really young when I was in China uh it was raining and my grandmother and I were trapped in this like boutique randomly in the rain and it was it was so like beautiful outside and I just remember like being really really bored and I found this like little wooden puppet thing that I just became really obsessed with and my grandmother just started having this random like life deep talk with the owner about like the trauma they've gone through and like this, this thing about their marriages and I don't oh, even know wow. it was just really like it was really deep and insightful I don't even know how she can do that just have these random conversations and I was just playing with this wooden doll and kind of watching the rain and in the end I remember she asked me to keep the doll and I was like yeah I'd love to keep it and I don't know where it is right now I really wonder where it is right now but I just really remember how like that day felt so purple in my mind like I just feel like I was there I could see the shadows of them kind of standing in the doorway talking and I could almost see like my little hands like playing with the doll and I don't know it's people say that your earliest memory says a lot about you and I don't really know what that says about me but I'm very happy that it happened and I think it's it'd be really cool to write about but I don't I I don't think I've ever written about it. That's so wow I think you should definitely write about it that's very (laughs) mystical memory I can like picture in my head it doesn't seem real it's very yeah like- yeah and asterisks if you guys have any really amazing memories or just any thoughts on memories or anything vaguely rem- reminiscent of memories feel free to write about it we love to hear it and we'd love to just kind of be a part of your memory universe for a while and yeah. try to be able to experience the things you have and the way you perceive them and that would just be really cool and we'd be so honored to read that and I guess that kind of wraps up today's episode on remembrance. Um, some, the submission link is in our Instagram bio. It's uh, It should be on our website as well. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Astrolit, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much. And I wish you amazing memories and an amazing rest of your day or night or afternoon or anything. Bye. Bye.